And welcome back to our podcast. We're not made for everyone podcast. Hey, we got Jay on the line and you this is the prophet here talking. We got some hot topic current events. What's happening now going on for here and in Texas. Hit Florida and in Texas. That's our biggest areas we're going to talk about today. And we're going to drop a little bit about Afghanistan. So what's going on with you, Jay, before we get it all into the hot topics? Man, not much, man. Another day in paradise. Um, finally off today. Feels like I've been working nonstop ever, ever since last week. But other than that, I'm good. You good? All right, all righty. Huh. So, man, I'm, I'm, I was just looking at stuff and, you know, I've been preparing just just for the other discussion. I was on somebody else's podcast talking about something. And I was just thinking about all the stuff I prepared for then. I said, I got to bring it over here. And we, what I'm talking about, I was prepared for about the stuff with Afghanistan, about this war on terrorism. Now, let's let's really look at it. The U.S. really started the war terrorism against ourselves by supplying the, the weapons. When did they supply the weapons? During guess guess whose presidency? Guess who administration? They supplied the weapons. Good old fashioned Reagan, baby. Reagan just tried to go against the Soviet Union so hard. And they was pushing, trying to make sure they could take them out and trying to set up things over there in the Middle East who were close to Russia, close to all the Soviet Union countries. And you train these people on how to take them out, but didn't understand they had a whole nother agenda about being a spiritual group living in the mountains keeping their things but you start supplying them with all their all, everything they needed and you gave them power you gave them ammo you start giving them ways to get finances and people to work for and here you go a taliban is formed that's religious based really not government but religious based ruling an area that they shouldn't even had the chance to do in the aspect that they have because of the usa but then y'all mad how we pulled out and let got our troops out of there after 20 years. You mad. How that make sense? I mean, the thing is, is that they not that was the inevitable, you know, because Trump was over here pulling troops out of Iraq. And, you know, it was the inevitable. This is something that was going to take place. But I don't think people are so mad about the fact that we left. I think people are mad about the way we left. But well, it goes back to the previous administration. And they, when all the stuff came out and people weren't paying attention, they're talking about he's being hostile, he's being this, but he's letting you know this ball was rolling before I was even sworn in. He was just a he was just a victim of I'm gonna be honest with you, Biden was just a victim of giving the crap that that, that gave out when, when and and he was the one it's like it's like when you buy a used car. You know, previous owner beat it up, drove it around. Then the owner before him beat it up. You know, it's a better care of it than the owner before. So in this case, the car that he has, by the time he gets the car and by the time he starts driving, it craps out in the middle of the road. Everybody's going to look at him like, it's this far. He's the one who didn't take care of it. But this whole situation in Afghanistan happens is Bush. A lot of people tend to be quick to forget about it. Maybe because the people that are vocal 
are the ones who didn't live through 9-11, are the ones who didn't see it, are the ones who didn't know how the world was like before war or terror or the Patriot Act and everything else took place. But we've been over there for 20 years, 20 years of handling the next nation's affairs. And if we would have left in another 20 years later, another rebel group would have seized power because the government yeah. itself doesn't have the stability to take care of it or the government's own people. Well, that was, that was the issue before we even got into it with the uh, Reagan supplying weapons for them and teaching them how to use, you know, nuclear stuff. That, that was that was going on before then because what it is, they didn't have to be so strong because you already had Soviet Union stuff that was so strong and so standing. They really like, what are we staying? What do we do? They mm. had no, they had no real sense of want to be a strong unit over there in the military aspect either. It wasn't, it wasn't on their radar like that because you had Hussein Hussein who was already doing stuff and was a dominating. You know, you had all of this going on already, and you never established to get democracy really going in the strong, you know, government system. It was like, yeah. We don't do that. We we almost like stuck in the middle age, not not middle age. Um, <laughs> I want to say even further back, at they say times, mindset of how to handle things with the law. So it was never like that strong. They didn't want to fall into like because they thought you got too strong in your government, you'd be like wrong and fall from the inside out. So there was a lot of people who had many different reasons why they weren't that strong in the Middle East. It- it's just like you gotta understand, like what well, we whenever we intervene in the next country's politics and get rid of the leader, we just create power vacuums. We we created a power vacuum in Iraq, we created a power vacuum in Afghanistan, and even then, as a matter of fact, no, there's two different all right, that's two different things. And I'm gonna explain why it's two different things, because the terrain in Iraq is more manageable than it is in Afghanistan. Those mountains are un are 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 are, mers- are, are unforgiving. So that's the reason why whoever goes in there and try to occupy, they have a horrible job doing it. Because of the fact that they got the mountains, the terrain is just that rough. And not to mention, and not to mention, um, they try to run, they try to create a, gov- a form of government in Afghanistan, but the problem with Afghanistan is that it's ran by local tribal, local tribal leaders. Correct. But I believe um, war chief. So the thing is, is this, in order for you to get everybody in Afghanistan involved, everybody has to be in accordance. But then comes the Taliban, and the Taliban cuts deals with, with, with some of these people. They have war, they have they have a conflict with the other ones. So there's a big mess going on over there with that. Mm-hmm. And with that being said, it's it's a government that doesn't really have any, any power, any say, or any wealth for that matter. Going against a well organized and, fi- and 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 a well organized group that has financial backing. So how do how do you how does that even compare? So we left the moment we got out. Not even a moment. The 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 two two the two weeks of us pretty much giving Afghanistan our two weeks notice. The Taliban was already moving their stuff in in, in the office. Pretty much. And then they say, "Oh, we know they're gonna move that fast." So they that move, when they say super fast, <laughs> that fast, 
that means we knew they were coming in. We knew they were going to do this. But not at this rate. But then that government of them own selves wasn't even strong enough when they came in to even put up a fight. They're like, deuces, they, 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 they escaped their own country. They're out, deuces. Yeah, the president is over there in Dubai now. No, yeah, he is. He's in Dubai. <laughs> so <laughs> it, it's crazy that how, now I, I will say it this way. We're discussing it. We understand the whole system, how the government runs, how things is. And when we know that it was inevitable for the United States to really step out because they should have done that at the end of Bush era. However, people really forgot or they never paid that much attention because here we go. We got these, these people who follow Trump. Who now have all this to say? You have a couple of people who say they served in the military, got all of this to say now. They got all this stuff to say, but when these other people were over there and all of that, they had nothing to say. The thing they, was, is this: is I, that, the, I'm talking I'm about these, these um these congressmen and uh, congressman, congresswoman. They, they're saying all of these things now who are former military serving or, or, or veterans, however you want to list it. They're saying all this stuff now. But when it came down to doing stuff, you weren't speaking up then. But now all of a sudden you speak it up now. All of a sudden you're getting all these interviews and all of this. You got all these, these different opinions and points of views and perspective on how things need to be done or it should have been done this way. It should have been done that way. But when, it, when people were looking for different ways how to do this to maybe divert on how fast it was going to come out, you ain't say nothing. But once it's done, decision made, and now it's happening, now we got all this to say. You see, the thing, I'm going to say two things. Um, the the first thing is this, everybody. Remind remind you, this is a, like the people that are saying things. They they letting their feelings they pretty much take hijack their mouths. And the reason why I say that was because a lot of people lost mm-hmm. loved ones. They lost they lost you know they lost loved ones. They lost um um, um comrades. So there's a lot of there's a, there's a face to it, and they got offended with um Biden's comment, which was. These people don't have the courage to fight for themselves. Now, he put his foot in his mouth with that one for a numbers of reasons because a lot of people did lost their lives and a lot of people in the regular Afghanistan and, and the regular Afghanistan army and so on and so forth, they lost their lives as well. And they fought side to side with Americans. They fought side to side with our allies. And Biden pretty much offended all those people who, who actually has a face to this by saying they don't have the courage to fight. So that's the reason why he's receiving the worst, like the worst possible backfire for it because of that comment. And it's not that these people are not willing to fight. These people are fighting for 20 something years and so on and so forth. But what was that? So I get you on that. Yeah. So, but, but the problem is this in the end of the day, it doesn't matter how, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how many times you fight or whatever the case might be. The inevitable is this. When whenever the bullets run out and and, and, and the rations go out and there's no money to for uniforms and equipment, you're gonna go up against a well financial uh, 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 organization that's financially backed that has resources. 
So you can continue the fighting, but once your resources are done and your and your supplies are out, these people are not only gonna gonna kill you; they're gonna brutalize your entire family and murder everybody you know in the most horrific way possible. So they knew, they knew it was in their best interest to say, you know what? All right, we surrender. So it wasn't even the fact that they was afraid to fight. It was more so the fact that when the bullets stopped firing, who's gonna watch my who's gonna who's gonna protect me from these people? That's the real situation. But Jay, and nobody likes to talk about that. But Jay, everybody don't get that aspect of it. everybody don't understand that. Everybody so a lot of people who make comments and make these public comments live in a bubble. And have only one perspective on the things. They don't look at it from those different perspectives to understand why some people and how this, how did this play out? Why did it play out this way? So it's one of those things. Like, can y'all just look at it from a different point of view? You don't have to agree with the point of view or perspective of it. You don't have to agree with it, but just take the time to look about it and think about it. Because sometimes some people get caught in the way they think and on the way of not thinking about how is this going to affect these other people and this stuff and this aspect, how much is it their family, how much is this their, 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 their income, all this, all these other factors are going to be messed with if they do something or how they do something. Mm. And that's, that's, uh-huh. I think that's where I get like, don't say nothing now. Because there's so many things going on over there that it's it's easy to, it's easy for us to say because we have an actual government that functions, and that's why but, I come, don't don't come say nothing like this now. If you if you have not been over there, if you have not worked, now somebody comes from over there and has made comments. A few of them, I I can take what they say and know exactly where they come back, and, and I can put some value behind what they're what they're saying. And 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 to add on to the second thing I'm going to say, okay. because of the fact that he made that statement, and leaving was the inevitable. That I don't, you know, I don't care so much about why why we left or so much about that. But what I do care for is the fact that those interpreters, who who essentially put their themselves and their entire families' lives at stake by pretty much back, by supporting the the the, the, the military. The American military, by playing their role as an interpreter, are seen as a traitor in the eyes of the Taliban. So, with that being said, they should have been the priority to get the heck out. Any of those people that helped U.S. troops, they should have priority to get the heck out. And given asylum, um, given some place to stay, something's going to have to happen because the moment the soldiers leave, those people are going to have nobody to help, and they're not. And who who knows if they're going to be alive in six months or seven or, or a year for them to be processed? They'll be dead by then. And even then, how are you going to contact them? True. So, and that's another thing that I felt like, and that's another thing I wanted to say in regards to that, because I felt like Biden could have done a better job in giving these people asylum, at the very least. If we're getting out, that's fantastic. Cool. Let's get out. But at the same time, let's take out the people that actually did give us help. There's, right is fair is only fair. 
Now that one, I don't know how many of those people were included in them groups. It could have been some, could have been none. I don't know because you know how many people they did take out of the country. As far as we know, the last thing we heard about people who had dual citizenship over there, it was about 300 of them that were still there. Other than that, some people, they were trying to get out. They got out. I said, keep word. I said, some. Yeah, they got some. They got some. I'm not saying they didn't take none of them out. If I said keyword song, but then I don't. It's it's one of those things. Is what was sitting before him and making those decisions. I don't have to agree with everything with the person who's president of this country, but sometimes I do wonder what was really present, presented to him to make decisions. This does yeah. not, not sound supporting him or against him. I just wonder what was presented to him. And making the decisions he made. And then, you know, some people will, he'll make that decision and then they'll come back, well, I was trying to tell him. How are you trying to tell him? What did you present to him? Just like when someone, I don't know, you, you'll be one sooner or later. When you're a business owner, somebody presents something to you as a business and you're looking at the different aspects of it. But the person did not include one thing on it. And then you go ahead and make your decision based on the information you have. And then you look like, hold on, you could have gave more information than that. And I could have made a better decision. I could have made, invested more in that. Could have did this. Could I could have had a better outcome. Could have known how to market this better. But you didn't give me that information. Exactly. So it's like, as you wonder what information was given to him and decisions he was making. I'm not saying I agree with all his decisions. I'm not a 100 Biden, but I'm just saying, when he does stuff and he does right, and I can support it because it's right. It does not have to do with Republican and Democrat. When it's right, it's just right. Exactly. <laughs> but when he does stuff that you know, we don't. Every president is not gonna you gonna agree with everything they do. Everybody agree with everything Obama did. Everybody agree with everything Trump did. Everybody agree with what either one of the Bushes did. Everybody agree with what what, what Clinton did. Yeah, James, for <laughs> real. <laughs> I mean, I what president had we ever had, rather they was appointed or voted in, that we agreed with them one hundred percent? Yeah, because the oh. thing is, is the thing is, is that they, you can't, you can't. The thing is, this country is so massive, you can't please everybody, man. You, can. you can't. You can't. There's so many different views. You're telling me somebody. And, and New Jersey is going to have the same views as somebody that lives in Wyoming? Come on now. Like, that's that's not realistic. It's not. And that's one of the things I will say. Some of his approach, even though I might not agree with but some of his approach was more diplomatic than the previous administration. Yeah, because, because the previous administration did whatever they wanted to do regardless of it. And now, now if we want to talk about negligence, let's talk about... <laughs> No, 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 no. I want, I want that same energy over there. They want to talk about people getting up and going. What about when we flat left the Kurds? When it was out, when it was the main people out there doing our dirty work against ISIS. I know this. Let's talk about that. If I laugh, like, <laughs> like, come on. Was all that energy? Was all that energy? That's what I'm saying. They don't get that same. They give it. It's like at their convenience. They want to have certain energy for certain things. 
people that real deal fighting, people that did all our dirty work, people that 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 the moment we was like, hey, we here to back you up, and they was out there do, taking initiative, handling things. We just said, all right, bye. Left and, left, and pretty much left them, left them like, yo, what, what, what the heck is this? What happened? But don't want to talk about that, really. No, of course not. Because that's a real issue that should have been addressed and they should have worked through it and really repaired that. However, they don't want to talk about that. And that's, that's, what, that's why a lot of times I can have problems with this country. And I, I'm not going to get on that soapbox. I'm going to mm. keep Gonna keep that moving. <laughs> if I get on that soapbox, I think we'll take up the time. I don't want to do that today. I want <laughs> some some other stuff because you know we we really we're gonna transition and talk about since since our numbers here have went up in the Santas has had the air let out his balloon uh, on these mass mandate bans. He wanted to make sure well, it's not a family first choice anymore if y'all overturn the my mandate, my executive order not to have mass mandates. So what are you saying? You you I, I could say you have a, you have I don't know how old your, your, uh, Jacob is right now. I know he's a teenager. But this like somebody's telling you you can't tell him to wear a mask at school to protect himself, his grand, his grandparents, and any of the people of your and just live in your house at the time. How does that make sense? The thing is, it don't. It don't make any sense. It's. I just don't understand why. Like. I'm just trying to under, I'm just trying to understand what's the rationale behind the governor the governor of Texas and DeSantis with, with them going so anti mask and, and so anti things to help. Like do they not realize that their main income and revenue comes from tourism? From from nightlife, from businesses, from, from hotels, from well, Florida more so than, than Texas, but the main income of Florida is tourism, and these people are not taking no type of reper- like no type of caution, cautionary measures to prevent the numbers. Hospital beds are filling up out here with with these cases, and yeah. there's a, and, and the schools are open like everything is normal, but every other day there's there's, there's somebody getting a call talking about they're being exposed to somebody that's positive. I don't understand it. You it's, it's like an episode it. of the Twilight Zone. Twilight Zone. I guess that's putting it nicely. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've, I got some other things to come to mind, but I'm saying that's putting it nicely. Here's 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 what it is. And when we first heard it, I mean, we talked about it. We looked at it, the executive order and how he tried to make it be a um, a parent's choice law. Yes. And he, tried, he tried to present it that way, but I kept looking at it when I was telling you. I said, "It's too many loopholes in here, and too many other things that that's really not covering the public safety." Because that's what a school. Because a school is a public property. It is run by the state, 
private schools, you know, private, but even charter schools are still considered public property because they get public funding. These are public places that are run by the state and they have to have certain criteria for the public safety of the person. And so how can you create something, Tom, by parent first, but you overlook public safety? Public safety will outrule sometimes a lot of parents' choice. Because the reason we children have to get have to get sports physical is for the safety of the child that's participating in the sport that represents the school. So they must make sure that child's in proper care. Now they have added EKG. So we are doing all these things to make sure this child is in supreme health to in order to participate in a sport that can possibly pay for that child to go to school. Mm. So how can you say that we have to make all these precautions for them to play sports, but don't have all these precautions for them to get the education? They cannot play the sports for the school unless they have an education. And if we cannot keep them safe and keep the educators, the teachers, and everybody, the para, the, the, um, the janitor, everybody else, the, the cafeteria woman with her, with her mean self, all these people <laughs> cannot keep them safe in, their, in order to provide for your child because you say, our child don't need a mask, but your child can be an asystematic carrier. There are people out there who are carriers that will not have any sign or symptoms of it, but will carry and spread the covid Whatever very it is out there, like wildfire, if you wear a mask, I'm not I'm not saying you have to go get the vaccine. Please understand, listen, I'm not forcing no one to get the vaccine. But if you if you're not going to get the vaccine, can you please double mask yourself? Do everything possible to keep you and the people around you safe. And then for you, for him to even have the idea to ban. Mass, which one they said one thing was a, a, a barrier or a layer of that prevent this from spreading from person to person because it spread through droplets, which comes into the nostrils. Because that's how the coronavirus operates, it comes through do, do the droplets through nostrils and a lot of times through the eyes. If you got something to protect the person from getting that, why would you ban it? That makes no logical sense. None. Can't even get off the soapbox. What you got to say? <laughs> uh, nothing that hasn't already been said, man. It's, 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 it's just mind blowing. Could you imagine if, if, could you imagine if people were to have the same views in nineteen twenties? Could whenever, the, whenever there was a Spanish influenza, you could did. You, imagine that? you had a small group. But that group got shut down so quick because how stuff was spreading. Nobody was said, ah, keep that over there. Nobody gonna listen to that. We masking up, we're wearing because that mask would knock ours. That was a cloth once. It was just a cloth, one layer mask to cover their face. It wasn't a tri-layer, you know, three layers of anything. It wasn't that. It was just in that one layer, the people who did what they needed to do actually saved so many lives doing that simple thing instead of having because every hundred years on this planet that we call earth there is some type of pandemic but the, this last one was preventable it, it, it was and we all got caught and we all got caught lacking with that from 
from China all the way out to to Thomas. We all got caught knocking. That's why I said it's preventative. I didn't point a finger at anybody. I just said it's preventative. Yeah. If somebody saying your next big thing that will hit here will not be a nuclear world. It'll be a virus. If you got people saying that, that should that's a that's already a warning sign. Hey, let's pay attention when stuff start happening. Yeah, Bill Gates been talking about that since for since like what 2014, if I'm not mistaken, and even beyond. But Obama, before he left, he talked about it. He said the next thing because he said once he saw what Ebola did and how it made it back to the states, he said there is a possibility that our next big thing will be a virus. It will not be nuclear. We won't have to worry. It's going to be a virus. It's going to be something that we will not be seeing. It'll be your invisible enemy. And people brushed him off. People tried to eradicate and wipe out anything that he had put in action to plan because it was Obama. And they didn't like the person Obama versus looking at Obama was more for people. Even though I, he did some things I may not agree with, but he was for people. He understood what people needed as the nation. Do you think Do you think there was so much resistance on Obama mainly because of the fact that he was black? Or was it because he was in, another, in the opposing party? I think it's a combination of both. Mm. I think one was more than the other one, but it was a combination of both because it was a bipartisan plan that they had in action just in case a virus outbreak happened. And they still destroyed it. It was not an Obama-based thing because his name was on him because it's part of his administration at the time he was in office. They wanted to get rid of it. And I said, I said that had to do with him being a black man. He was half. And yeah, he was about half. He was, he was half African descent, half, I forget, the European country his mom and grandparents were from. But he was truly African descent. Not even talking American African. He was truly African descent because his father was African who came to this country to go to school and met his mother. And I don't understand what's the big deal? Y'all tried to deny him being a natural citizen. Y'all tried to deny him this. Y'all tried to say he was a problem because he snorted some, some cocaine. They, they went through all everything, but I said, if we really start pulling the cover off all these politicians, y'all would be shocked. Y'all be shocked but, that half of them were, were cross-dressing and all of this. Half of them were out there with, with male prostitutes, but still trying to act like they had a wife and children, was trying to behind the moral values of this country, but you around here screwing men and women at the same time, probably spreading all kind of disease and everything. I said probably. I wasn't 100% would know because, you know, <laughs> we, that's a whole nother time for a whole nother day. But, you know, they had all that going on. And but just you, the fact that people... Oh, my bad. I didn't mean to cut you off. What you were saying? Go ahead. No, I was going to say, and it's just... And, I'm just and, it's, and I just think that... I'm just amazed on the fact that people gave the news that he wasn't a citizen the time of the day. It's like, listen, do you guys not realize what it takes to be a presidential candidate? How thorough the screening is? Like, how how detailed, how... Like, I verify some of the different ways and all that. I, 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 I. 
it's, it's I don't think they talk they teach this like in the, in in the seventh in high school in seventh grade in high school like and people out there actually but then again but then again look at look at the people who who believes it you know they aren't the most educated so it makes perfect sense. Well, he, he remember Trump Trump um base was the uneducated. Yeah. I hate to say it, but a, 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 a white man said that his base was an uneducated white man. Yeah, any, anybody with a anybody with a halfway decent eyes could see. Well, we can see that, but but it's like sometimes because I'm being of African descent, and I say something, I can this I can try to be seen like I'm being hatred or so some type of racism type of racism. <laughs> <laughs> I said, well, I didn't say it. I'm just letting you know this came from a white man off of CNN. I didn't even say this. <laughs> this, this, this wasn't my theory. This is what, you know, the people when they study and they start getting those the demographics of people who vote and who stand behind that person who have made comments. And they have been a person that they had most of the time only a seventh or eighth grade uh, education. And depending on where you are in the country, because we had that discussion off air, off air you may not know how to do anything. Mm. Because depending on where you're at, if you got to an eighth grade education, sometimes you in New York, because sometimes how they try to move ahead and keep moving, you can kind of survive a little bit. But you go out to California, Texas. Yeah, I'm going to bring up Texas. We're going to talk about that in a minute. Uh, it's not very high. You're not learned very much. You're not you're not versed and educated. You may learn some street smarts. You may learn how to cut a kilo and make you from going from fifty thousand to making like three hundred thousand because you know how to cut the kilo. But if somebody give you the actual what's the formula, how you cut it down, can you write it down in a mathematical formula? They couldn't do it. No, of course not. So <laughs> they know how to eyeball it, <laughs> huh? They know how to eyeball it. They know how to. It's almost as the the, the technician versus the. It's like this, man. It's the technician versus the actual expert. Yeah. That's how you that's how you gotta look at it. True. So since I brought up Texas, we're gonna let's talk about Texas. <laughs> oh boy. If we if you was a drinking man, I said go and take a sip of the bourbon. Go and take the the whiskey. If I said we get ready to talk about that, you, but you know that's not where we at. But anyway, so we're gonna talk about Texas and they new law that's supposed to be taking effect anytime. Because I didn't see the exact date. I looked for a date about abortions. Oh, that law? Oh, yeah. They, 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 and they propose something else. But let's continue. No, I got. We got to talk about the voting one too. This first. No, I was talking about. I was talking about the open carry. Who? Oh yeah, uh, the open carry gun law out there in Texas that they proposing to proposing okay. to bomb. Say we got a couple more. I got a list on this Texas period. <laughs> <laughs> so so it's not like that's not going to be. I just say let, let me get to this. We can get to to all the things you want to talk about with Texas. All right. <laughs> so this is the one that I don't understand. I understand about you have people have they. I gotta take a deep breath on this once again. So, 
this is my stance. We're going to say, I think we talked about it, but just to reiterate, my, my stance is always going to be pro-choice. Pro-choice still means pro-life. It's mean you give the people the opportunity to choose life versus forcing them by law to do something. And that's why I stand on this. Here's the thing they're doing, and this is the part I want to talk about this. We're going to talk about other stuff. The part with this new law is about if, if an Uber driver or somebody else transports the person to a women's clinic that is providing abortion, they could be sued for a minimum $10,000. Who's going to be the one doing the suing? Who's going who's, yeah, who's, who's to be the one issuing the lawsuit? It could be either a group that is anti-abortion, or it could be the the, the people's family members can sue you for ten thousand dollars because you provided transportation to the place. Remember, I said a women's clinic because that's the only places that, that they do not have places designated abortion only. They perform abortions at certain women's clinics. Man, it's... if you take somebody to women's clinic, they can get a mammogram, they get a uh, pap smear, they can get some other things going on. They can be able to get ultrasounds and all kinds of things to checking on themselves as a women's clinic. This is always included in a women's clinic. So if I provide you transportation and you, they find out that you got an abortion, I provided you transportation, they have the right, family or group have the right to sue me for at least $10,000 minimum. Yeah, but how are they going to know? That's a good question. So, so, you know, so with that being said, what's the, what's the point of even having a law that you can't really prove? Oh, what they're doing is they're making sure they, they, they're going to sue, they're going to provide, they want to pull up the, 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 your license plate number, have it compared, see if it worked for that company, compare, and then after they verify all that, then you're getting a lawsuit sued against you for providing transportation for for was committing a crime. Basically, that's how. Mm. That's yeah. That one. I didn't want to go into all the other stuff about because you know what, y'all can set these standards for these abortion laws and all of this, but I'd rather you have some kind of system already set up that could be have checks and balances versus people going back to doing some of the crazy things they used to do before it was legal. And I just don't want to from a spiritual aspect. If God gave me a choice to live for him, you need to give the people the same choice in every part of their life to do stuff. Give people their choice. Do not remove their choice. You can move forward. And the second we stop taking people's choice away, that's the problem. And it's true what you said, man. That post you sent me with George Car- with George Carlin. The yeah. <laughs> these these <laughs> these politicians care so much about the unborn. They care they care so much about the unborn. But once you're born, they they don't they stop get they stop caring. No no has start. No daycare. No <laughs> no assistance. You're on your own. Get them out of here. But the moment the but the, the kid isn't born, you know, protect their rights. They have every rights. They have the rights to be here. And that'll be the only time they'll show support. <laughs> yeah, because I remember they had one case, the lady by, by almost had a, a, another 
mental breakdown testifying. She said she was pregnant. The baby never developed a head. Huh? Yeah, the baby never developed a head. It has, so what, like, it, like, like, basically, like the how a lizard is. It has a spinal, a spinal cord, and then it has a little bit at the top of the spinal cord to give them basically survival skills. So the baby really never had a head. It really had eyes and all of that. But the baby had a heartbeat. Baby had a heartbeat. So they fought her about aborting the baby. Oh. I said, well, what trauma are you causing to the woman to have to birth a baby that looks like that and knowing once it's out, it dies instantaneously? What kind of trauma are you committing to this person? When they're telling the person at week, what, nine, ma'am, your baby's not developing the head and all of this and all of that. But you had losses, she couldn't get an abortion. Do you understand the trauma that she had? Listen, man. Maybe, maybe, I don't know, man. I just don't see what's so, what's, like, regardless of what people's views are on abortion, it, it should be strictly between that person, the doctor, and God. But the end. Yeah. And that's what it's supposed to be at. At the end of the day, that's what it's supposed to be at. Because sometimes you hear these people and you force these people to have children and these children get abused, get abandoned, get neglected and all of this other stuff. And then they have to try to fight through life just to make it sometimes through a day because the people who have give birth to a baby, throw it in a dumpster. Mm. That's not that's not right. As I stand, I'm not saying go get an abortion. All I'm just saying is continue to let somebody give the choice because they have to see whoever that deity is and they physician in themselves to move forward in it. Because I don't understand how these how, how does a man tell you what to do with your body at that stage of the game? I don't and, God for, and God forbid, and God forbid it's the other way around, right? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> but that's on that. Cause that's that's something that, that really goes down to I just believe people need to have choice. Just like these new gun laws. Come on, take it away, Jay. Man, so you are not required to take a class, get a license, or none of that to open carry out there in Texas. That's essentially what the law is proposing. The law enforcement already said is making our lives a lot harder. First of all, I don't know about you, but if any idiot could buy a gun out, or could buy a gun at a store and walk around with it, play around with it, not understanding the basic idea of law safety, that's a huge concern on its own. Yeah, because I had to take all them doggone classes and sit through all that stuff to get my concealed weapon permit. And I don't, I carry one in the car and one in the house. And the one in the car is like, if I'm going somewhere and I get to an unfamiliar place and that I don't trust what's going on, I have at least something. Mm. But it's one of those things is, 
Why not? Let me retract that. I have three. I have actually two, and I have a BB gun, which I go back at there in the back and keep my aim up and keep all that up because I ain't going to waste all that money on bullets like that. <laughs> right, fair enough. Fair enough. But, but I have something to keep me just in case I get in the area because you drive, you have to, in Florida, some areas are cool, some areas are real sketches being a black man with, with dreadlocks. Then I got one in my house. Run up in here if you want to. <laughs> but run in here if you want to. I'm just telling you. But how these crazy people out here, this like it's basically like you finna say, hey, drug dealers, drug lords, hey, go to the store and go buy a gun and just carry it around. And I can't say nothing about it. How can I, you know, come on. Oh, oh, oh hold on. Time out, time out. You already know this is the law. Was not assumed for the others. You know this. That's what I'm saying. Just go ahead and do it. And I'm pretty sure they're going to follow the background check because that's something that has to be done federally, na- yeah. nationally. But but see, here's the thing: is if you got if they got open guns, who's going to check which place is actually doing that? Because some of the places are going to look at the profit more than anything. They're not going to look at what am I doing by abiding by the law. A lot of places out there, especially parts of Texas which I still don't trust. I know you were looking to go out there, but I keep you in prayer if you do. <laughs> I just stay out of the west side of Texas where, where it's essentially a desert. Because one thing is always, it always concerned me because knowing the history of Texas and how long they had to, to, for the announce that people uh, uh, that were considered slaves or were, were told they were free. That always put it put something in the back of my head about Texas. <laughs> and then I can't forget 1998 when that man was drugged on the back of that pickup by a chain, drug it to his head, can't slap off his body. Y'all voted that that governor in to be the president of the United States. I got some problems with Texas. That's Wait, all. Hold on, well, rewind that. Enlighten me. I never, I don't know about this. Enlighten me. So, um, I don't remember the name of the story. So there were some, some. How do I consider that group? Because they didn't consider themselves to be white supremacists, but they did do some things as racist. They had a problem with a young black man. They didn't like him. They ended up chaining him up, and they were dragging him from their truck. They dragged him on the truck, on the back of that truck with chains, letting his head hit the ground and dragging him so much to it, it basically decapitated him from how far they were dragging him. And they left his body and his head in two different separate locations. And George W. Bush was the governor of Texas when that happened, and they did not really get any kind of punishment. They got a slap on the wrist. Wasn't that one of the reasons why they pushed um, hate crime legislature? Or oh, it was a couple other ones. It, it, the hate, the hate crime, let's say, got really got pushed for the LBTQ ABC five five six two nine eight eight T group. <laughs> oh yeah, when they when they when they beat up that um that homosexual um college college kid or college student. Yeah, so so that that really made the change. They wanted to change that that this black man who was innocent because they didn't like 
he had something better than them or something like that, that he was basically drugged. That 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 had made it on um what TV show? It was one on something about autopsies and another one about um crimes that was um, almost unsolved. They almost got away with it. It was on stuff like that. Oh, wow. Away with it because they had no real record. They just only had people who could testify and they could see medically that that boy was drugged and that's why his head came off. But this Texas. Yeah, I it's don't, I don't, I, I don't know how to feel about that open carry stuff, man. This same same one that's trying to make the election law even stronger. But as I know, it's trying to pull the effect, you know, the people of color community. But that's not even a big group of them. Here, here's the crazy thing. Now you explain this to me. Florida, Georgia. Trump one of those states, correct? Yeah. But these are the states who are trying to come with the hardest and the most strictest election laws. Because they already know who they're trying to disenfranchise. But they, they don't understand the people that I see at the polls. I don't know what you see on, your, on the east side where you at. But the people I see over here who have the most problems who don't bring their stuff like they're supposed to are white Republicans. The, the people of color, they come with stacks of their stuff so they can say, I can vote. Because they have a spirit thing so, many, so much in the past, they make sure they have everything already in hand coming. Hmm. So if you are not that group that's used to that kind of discrimination and that much disenfranchise and that much hate towards you, you're not going to be paired when you come to the, the polling locations. Man, I don't know. Once I get the mail-in ballots, once I get the mail-in ballots in the, in the mailbox, I just fill it out right there and turn it in in person and be done with it. Well, anyway, you have to make sure you request it now. You have to request it with, with two forms of stuff. Hey, just just check it out before you do it. Because just, just follow what they say to do because they can't say deny you that you, your your ballot won't be denied. Um, And do it early enough so if it's a problem, you can fix it. That's all I Yeah, I normally do. I don't, I don't really do it like an election day. Like, I, I, like the moment of the, the, like early voting happens, I just... Go over there and do it. I always did that because of my because work and the stuff with um because I did that because with teaching, it was so impossible to try to get there certain time. So I always have geared to us early vote. And yeah. then where I work right now, I live in a different county. I don't live in that same county. If you live in that same county, you can go and vote. They have to give you time to go vote working for for the government there. But I live in a different county. They've kind of frowned on it. So I've already adjusted to just do an early voting call in a day. Yeah. With my ID, I always have my voter registration card. I have all that stuff. Just have, I always have it ready. 
So, but I don't. Yeah, this is just really two, three documents that you need. I don't. I don't understand what's so hard about about that. Like, how can you mess that up? Well, what what's the problem is is a lot of times it was affecting young voters, college students, because now they want a government issue IDs. As a government issue ID, you know you're going to have your property state you from ID that you came from. Mm-hmm. Because you're not going to get another ID because you're going to be going back and forth. And you're not going to necessarily say, I'm going to live in this state once I finish getting my Oh, that's so right. College ones. And they want, they really weren't taking college IDs. So a lot of colleges had to fight to make sure they could say their IDs are pretty much like a government issue ID because that's the only way they can be at that school. That yeah, ver- because, yeah. That verifies them for their student loan stuff. So they had to do that kind of stuff because that's what he was trying to get. They're trying uh, listen, to encourage the young voter. The young voter who tends to lean more towards the left. Correct. Mm-mm-mm. <laughs> that's why I said these voting laws are crazy. And as to me, it's a it was a waste of a fight of it. If y'all have different fights going on, you got fights on about your state and this state here. With the with the Delta variants sucking you dry, shutting down businesses again, people are losing their jobs again. But we so focus on about a voter making voter voter laws more stricter. We're about making um, these mandated um, mass mandates bans happen. You're so focused on that and forgot about hey, do you care about the people to actually vote and put you in office? Because every one of these people who goes on these tangents about, about Corona's not real, we don't need to wear masks, don't get vaccinated, all that tangent they go on, and then be some of the same people who die from COVID. Mm-hmm. So something should click. Let's get something to care about the people in the state with. If you show that you're caring about the people, that, they'll make it in. You might get voted back in. And not to mention, and this is funny how the how how the governor of Texas got, um, what was it like a few weeks ago? He was positive for COVID. Yeah, ain't but that something? Systematic. Since you were COVID, going what you're saying, he was asystematic. How many people did he spread that to? Did he spread it to people who immune system are compromised for multiple reasons? How many times did he do that? I I would personally. Now, now, this is a little me being extreme. I wouldn't mind if you could be charged with that. Because that's reckless endangerment to me. Some people to immune com- compromise, that's almost attempted murder. That This is me being extreme, though. Mm. We're just saying they, do, they got laws with STD, STIs that if you go around spreading stuff knowing you got it, that's reckless, mis- reckless endangerment. If you got HIV and you knowingly have it and you go around and spread it, that's attempted murder in, in about, what, 20 states. Mm. Yeah. I I don't I don't know, man. It's just it's just the people that's in charge. The people that are in charge are like, it almost seems like they're deliberately doing things to, to, to harm the people that put them in office. 
That's why I say as long as that, that statement of shooting yourself in the foot. Mm. You want to say, well, we want to make sure, because we didn't have voter fraud. We did not have that. But if you want to make sure that things are followed and have a standard to keep going by, if you were just required that these are the only these are the only form of IDs that we will accept in you coming to vote. Set the standard on that. I don't think any party would have a problem with that. Independents, moderates, Democrat, Republicans, conservative, you know, would not have a problem. Even Tea Party would not have a problem. Here's a list of IDs that you're required to have when you're presenting to vote. And set that standard. It's, and it's and it's something that that is so simple and that makes so much sense. You think that it's a, like something like that's already in play. Well, as what was that Supreme Court Justice Ruth? <laughs> what was her last name? Ginsburg. Ginsburg. Yeah, thank you. She said, "Well, we don't have that." When they were saying them had the argument about changing the civil rights laws and about how things need to be handled in the voting, and he said it's not an issue right now. Well, she said, "Just like you saying, I'm gonna throw away my umbrella just because it's not raining at the moment." And I'm gonna leave it up to the states to decide. And what happens on the states to decide? A disaster. She said she she had a point, but she said it should just kept the federal standard and just kept it across the board. If you want to need to say we need to prove more that they need to have IDs like that, that's fine. Cool. I don't think it was the real issue with people with the IDs because people, a lot of people in this area where I live, or probably where you live at, they probably have a problem with the ID. But the way you're doing it about certain IDs, that's the problem. I don't think people had a problem about providing a proper ID, showing proper race of where you live at, showing that verification. I don't think people had that problem. I don't think people, honestly, I don't think they really did. No. The way these people are doing and the way they word it, that's because the problem. Yeah. It's almost as if they deliberately did this. Yeah. Wow. We 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 almost done. I'm I'm gonna ask you this one question so we can close out. What's up? How do you feel about people using religion as a way not to take the vaccine? Well, I think it's nonsense. Um, I think I think it's nonsense only because of the fact that. I, I like to, as a matter of fact, whenever people like to throw religion in the mix, whenever it comes down to medicine and science, I just simply say this: How do you know whether or not God gave God gave man the idea and the intelligence to be able to do such things to help to help to help us? How do you not know that science is God's way of explaining the whys of the world? I get that. You know my breaking within the church. I really get that. But here, here's what I say. And this is even whether you are a devoted Christian or not. That you need to be in a place to truly say that this is your reason. I read the, the Bible from Genesis unto Revelations. 
and from Revelation to Genesis, I have not seen one time in there they talk about that you don't take these things and don't take medicines, don't do this. They have used natural medicines, so that means there is a medicine. Here's one thing. It teaches in the Bible that we are to submit to the people who have authority over us. Then it also tells us that we must obey the laws of the land that's set before us. So if the standard is that if you're in a place that, that requires you to be vaccinated, why are you fighting that? If the Bible teaches it, why are we fighting that? If you don't want to be vaccinated for your personal and your own conscience, say that. Yeah, don't, don't try to throw in the good book in there. As if that's a, that's the way out of it. Don't put it on there. And we got to, I, I, I call you once we finish this recording because I'm going to give you a story where I'm telling asking this question. And I just don't, I, I don't agree with it because most of you I know who are in the church and part of the leadership of the church, part of different organizations, over organizations, all say it is up to you. If you're not going to get vaccinated, do what's required to keep you safe and the people around you safe. Done. That's, that's what it. it. That's it. That's it. He's, it's like, don't bring the Bible in this when you know there's nothing to this support what you're saying. Because if you if you got to go through 20 verses to support what you're saying, that means you're trying to and conform the word to fit what you need. For real. That's it on that. <laughs> <laughs> We, that's that on that. I'm glad we had a chance to talk about some of this stuff that's really going on and how it's affecting people. Our listeners, we, we wanted to keep you out there. Hopefully we keep progressing and we keep getting a bigger audience so we can make it on Apple Podcasts. And then we probably can make it somewhere on YouTube or one of these channels out there that's like on Roku to keep this going. Until that time comes, y'all keep supporting Keep believing in us and we'll keep believing in you. Any final words, Jay? No, no, no. Thank you all for spending the time to hearing us. We appreciate y'all and thank y'all so much. All right. And we out, man. <laughs>